0: Okay, welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Joel Breezeke, the Breeze Man, along with Mike Kapler, the Cap. And we're always all about talking about God's love and His grace. We um, just got done recently, uh, finished a series just talking about some of these uh, old covenant verses that people just kind of rip out of context and try to Christianize them, try to make them fit into the New Covenant, and bouncing off of that, we're going to start a little series here that has to do with with some of that, another Old Covenant passage. And here, Cap, this is what this one's about. We're going to be talking about a subject that, well, all young parents will be interested in, the subject of teething. Oh, (laughs) no. (laughs) No, actually, tithing. How's that sound? Does that sound better? We're going to be talking about...
1: T-I-T-H-E... (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> that's the thing for me. <laughs> yeah, go for it then if you want to. <laughs> so as we, as we get started this, there are some people who know me, and I have been sharing about this stuff for years, about tithing. And I don't want to go on a rant against tithing. And I, we're certainly not against giving. We're not against supporting ministries and supporting people and the church supporting one another financially, materially, in whatever ways are needed in the church today. But we're going to be talking about tithing and how a lot of times scriptures, these Old Covenant scriptures, and even the uh, non-law scriptures, like with Abraham, and we'll be talking about Jacob and and these voluntary tithes and things like that. People will take these things and they'll try to Christianize them. They'll try to make them fit into the new covenant. And so we'll take a look at these. We'll take a look at these scriptures. And the beauty of this all is that, as with anything that we talk about here on the podcast, you, the listener, you can decide for yourself. We have our opinions. We look at the scriptures. We share what we think. And you get to do with it what you want. So I'm looking forward to this because I really do love talking about this stuff, Cap.
1: Yeah, I know this has been uh, something you've been passionate about for quite a while, Joel. And, uh, you know, sometimes eh, we've been doing this for a while. We're getting old. So
0: sometimes (laughs) we're just going to say things bluntly
1: (laughs) instead of trying to.
0: (laughs) I know. I I find myself doing that more. What's that? I find myself being more blunt. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Blunt force. (laughs) And I I think maybe over the years, sometimes we would be, um, I, I don't know. I think we would try to approach some things a little more gently. And we might still try to do that, but there are going to be times where just because we've been doing this a while and we're getting old, uh, (laughs) we're just going to be a little more you know, blunt and frank about things. We're going to say some things that might rub people the wrong way. God forbid that that would ever happen coming from our mouths, but it's bound to happen. And so uh, let, let me just test the waters here a little bit with what I'm giving as an example, Joel. This thing about tithing in the new covenant of Jesus Christ, because of the way people have been taught this thing, the way they've heard about it, the way they've filtered it through a, a certain mindset about how the Bible is laid out, and so forth, because they they are so established in that it's it's difficult to change your thinking sometimes and and begin to see things differently, and, but this whole thing about tithing with the church and all that just just to be blunt it's it's a racket now now listen i I understand that people mean well and and, and they're sincere, and maybe we do have just a difference of opinion, as you said, Joel. But I think we're going to be sharing some things here in the next uh, several weeks or so that are really not rocket science. They're not that difficult to understand once you begin to separate an old covenant given to Israel with a new covenant that Jesus Christ brought and ushered in for all people. Uh, it's it's very different scenario here, and so. Maybe one place we'll get started here is with Malachi chapter 3, which interestingly to me is that it's really the the last reference in those Old Testament pages about the subject of the tithe, Uh, and yet that seems to be the one where uh, most Christian churches tend to want to go. That's where they want to start, and there's probably a bunch of other stuff about the tithe that we'll mention that you haven't heard much about in church before or at least taken out of context, and so we're going to start diving into this, and we will eventually talk about being able to give and to do so freely, uh, sometimes what we like to call grace giving, but first I think we need to knock out some of these sacred cows here about the tithe and what it is and what it isn't.
0: Right. I think that's good. It's good for us to be doing this, and again, like you say, we can be cautious in certain areas with what we say, and we can just be blunt in other ways, because what you said really struck me. It's like, it's not rocket science. Really, what a lot of this is, is it's a matter of mindsets. Cap, you posted something on Facebook about how people say, well, that just doesn't sit well with my spirit. And, <laughs> but most of the time when people say that, I think it's actually, it just doesn't fit well with their mindset. It goes against what they already believe. So, what we're going to be sharing here about tithing might upset your mindset, but will hopefully, through just simply saying what the scriptures say and don't say, hopefully... You'll be able to see where we're coming from. And the thing is, too, the reason this is such a passionate thing for me is that I really want to help people. There are a lot of people who are in bondage because of tithing teaching. There are a lot of people who feel that they have to give 10% of their income to a church or else they won't be blessed by God. Or, They feel that they're robbing God, as Malachi talks about here, and we'll we'll get into that. They feel that somehow they're not living up to what they're supposed to be doing. Maybe it's a a single mother with five children, barely can afford anything, and and she's told she needs to give 10% of her income to a church. Maybe it's a family struggling to make mortgage payments, uh, pay for medical expenses, pay for this or that, and... They're told they need to give—if they give 10% of their income to a church, then all their struggles will be over. God will bless them abundantly. And a lot of this idea comes from Malachi, and it's totally taken out of context. And so, you know, if you want to teach tithing, giving 10% of your income to a church, or tithing is a general principle, as a general godly principle— you have to first want that to be true, and then you have to go find scriptures that you can make fit into your principle or, or to what, how you want it to be, because there is not one scripture that says give 10% of your income to a church. There's not one scripture that says that if you give 10% of your income to a church, you'll be blessed, and if you don't, you won't be blessed. There's nothing. There's no scriptures that say that tithing is a new covenant principle. You have to make it up. And so, we'll look at these scriptures. You mentioned Malachi. Malachi 3, Will the man rob God, yet you have robbed me. But you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. <laughs> you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me. Even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Now try me in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be enough room to receive it. Well, there you go. Give 10% of your income to a church and you'll be blessed. That's what that says right there, right? (laughs) Malachi 3, 8 through 10. It says, give 10% of your income to a church and you'll be blessed. No, it does not say that. (laughs) Malachi did not write this or did not say these things in a vacuum. When he said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. And when he said, talking about the Lord, saying that they've robbed God, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. He was referring to something previously written, previously commanded of the people of Israel. And that was under the law, under those 613 commandments, there were tithing laws. And they were given specifically to provide for one of the, tribes of Israel. There were 12 tribes, the one tribe, the Levites, and just being, try to be real brief here, one of the, the Levites, the Lord said, you shall have no inheritance. All of the other tribes, he gave an inheritance. He gave land, he gave crops and animals, and they could raise those things to make food, to, to provide food for themselves. The Levites had a different function within that tribe. They had all kinds of different functions. We don't necessarily have to get into those, but they were told by God, you shall have no land of your own. You can't work for your own food. These other tribes of Israel, they're going to provide for you. And so God commanded those other tribes of Israel to provide a 10th of their crops and animals in order to feed the Levites, that there may be food in my house. That's what that's what God said. So that maybe that'll get us started on Malachi with uh, about two or three minutes left here, and then we'll we'll see where this goes as the weeks go by, Cap.
1: Yeah. So it's it was never the tithe. The tithe was never about money. It was never about giving ten percent of all your income. It was about feeding the Levites, the the which contained the priests. Not all Levites were priests, but they were part of that ministry, that tribe. The God set aside from the other tribes of Israel, uh, who who the other tribes would work for their food. The Levites were not allowed to do that. The other tribes were tithing from their produce, from their food, um, and, and and things related to food to the Levitical tribe. So that they could take care of the the ministry functions needed for the nation of Israel, so um I, I think that that's great stuff to be bringing out. Um, I think also too, just a little thing here as we get ready to wrap things up, you know, bring the tithes plural into the storehouse. So you've probably heard it said that the church is the storehouse. But again, as as Joel alluded to, there's nothing in the Bible that says that. Right. <laughs> it's just not in there. And that somehow your pastor has taken the place of a Jewish priest. Um, yeah, just, something's not adding up here. But the the plural for tithes, you know, I always probably thought that Multiple people are giving a multiple tithe, and that's why it's called tithes. But there were actually different types of tithes Mm -hmm. uh, for different purposes. And so it wasn't just I'm giving a tithe, Frank over there is giving a tithe, and we're all bringing them into the storehouse. It was different kinds of tithes. For, for different purposes um, and so there's a bunch of stuff here to find out, but again, just to point out that this is this this isn't to, in Malachi this isn't instructing people on how to tithe that was given given in the Old Testament much earlier when the law was being given out and we'll we'll get into some of that later but the the point here is that the, this isn't about how to tithe. It's, it's, and I think there's some more things to be said here about what's in uh, Malachi 3, but it's you can tell just by looking at it here. Um, try me in this. See if I will not open up the windows of heaven. And by the way, when, when there's a couple of other references in the Old Testament about the windows a, of heaven, and uh, it was referring to rain. Exactly. And so when the windows of heaven open up with rain, God pours out a blessing that there won't be room enough to receive it. This is, this is all about food. This is all about food. Uh, he will not, the, the devourer will not destroy the fruit of your crops, the fruit of your
0: ground, um, and so yeah, good stuff here, Joel. Yeah, God was assuring them that they could that they didn't need to withhold the food for themselves. Um, they they could withhold they could freely give their tithes of of the food to provide for the Levites. And God would provide for them, again, the windows of heaven being rain and and providing the the food and the the crops for them. And the storehouse was a place where food was stored. That's what a storehouse was. They could bring the food to the storehouse, and the Levites could go get it. So we'll continue on talking about... um, tithing, more about uh, Malachi, the old covenant tithes, and um, some things about Abraham, and and whatever else we can get into with regards to tithing and giving here in the weeks to come, right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.